Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to The National Obsession with me, Charlie Baker, and Joan Cardigan, John Cardigan himself. Uh, in the, he's, he's in another room from me today. We're in the same building and in a different room, but he's twiddling the buttons, making it sound very nice, because yeah. he does that He does that at the same time as being his brilliant self on The National Obsession podcast. Hello, John. Hello, Charlie. I'm constantly, uh, what's the word? Not dis... dis- Disproving, that's what it was, yeah. the theory that men cannot multitask. You can multitask, you I'm can like press Phil buttons. Phil Spector in here with all my... With a part, yeah. You can talk not, about... Not Phil Spector, actually. He's <laughs> slightly <laughs> disgraced, I think. Exactly. Someone else. Another You're record like, um, producer. You're like Dave Lee Travis in there, John. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. Um, Just a record producer with lots of knobs and knobs. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, a Phil record Spector. producer with lots of knobs. That's um, Simon Cow, isn't it? When he's <laughs> hanging around with One Direction. Whoa! Hold on a minute! He's on fire. We're off. We're off. Uh, welcome to the National Obsession Podcast, a National League football podcast. We talk about the National League, Don, 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 Don Cardigan, okay. because we love it. Because we, do. Yes. we love it. And this week, there's been a, it's, I mean, uh, it's difficult for us, John, isn't it? Because we're both Talkie United fans. Yeah. We love the National League. We do. We talk about the National League mainly. We do. But the Talkie United side of things is is pretty desperate. I mean, we'll 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 visit it in Talkie Corner later on. Yes, we'll come on to it in depth. But I'm just, I'm I'm my, I'm just being slightly eroded week by week. Uh, my my enthusiasm down. for it is is just wearing it's like Thatcher's like, Rock yes. in the sea. There, just getting smaller and smaller. There's your enthusiasm, specific geographic. Well, I'm, I'm going to say something. I'm going to make a confession uh, yes. uh, at the top of at the top of this week's national obsession. Okay. Because I think it's not just to do with Torquay, but I owe it to you and to our listener. The National Confession. Oh, that's a, maybe that's a better podcast. Yes, maybe. <laughs> National, oh no, Simon Mayo does it on his radio show. Oh, he does, yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, I did um, a uh, an exorcism, didn't I? Yes. Uh, outside Torquay United's ground. You did. And they went away and won that night, didn't they, John? 
Yes, yeah, it was on yeah. The, yeah, Ebbs Fleet. But since then, they've not won at home. Not scored a goal at home. No, do we need to get you back down? Uh, the confession is I didn't actually do it at Talk United. Right. I was in, De- okay. I was in Devon, but I, I, I ran out of time to get down to the to ground. So I just I just went outside. Just went outside and did yeah, it. Yeah. I thought so. So it I was feel a, like a the bit ba- of deception. I feel like the exorcism has backfired and made us worse because I've played with the gods. What you've done is you've you've played with nature there, haven't <laughs> yeah, you? I have. Nature's come back and bitten me. Bitten me on the ass and it's just I feel I've I've I felt I felt guilty ever since. Do if you know I'm honest, what? I thought it was odd that you couldn't hear a seagull. <laughs> Not in one that seagull, recording. you know. And you think I'd have probably gone in and in the club and stuff, wouldn't you? Are you disappointed, John? Um, Do you feel deceived? A little bit, yeah. Mm. A, a little bit. Oh dear. Well, I'll try again. But we are going to have a, a national obsession week away next week, aren't we? we are. We're, We're going, going on night the road, out, aren't we? We're going on the road, aren't we? Next yeah. week, John. We're going to go to the Sutton game. We are. We're going to Gander Green Lane. Oh, I'm looking forward Home to it, John. Home of the Amber and Chocolates. Perhaps for... I'll do. I'll do a little. I'll do a little one there. Oh, okay. Little X isn't there, hopefully just to make up for it. And the podcast is going to be from there next yes. week, isn't it, John? Good. And we can't burn any hair outside no. the football ground. I don't think they... The police generally sort of look down on burning yeah. of any sort. But we'll we'll definitely do some but sort of exercise. That's next week. And yes. we can, we've had the confession. So I feel like... Can we move on, John? I think we can. We, we can, can move, move on. on, John. And let's look at the scores from the weekend. Older yes. shot. The shot beat filed at home 2-1. Pretty obvious that yep. one was all. I had them in my accumulator. I was that confident. Did you? Yes. Did you indeed? Yep. Barrow at home lost 2 0 to Macclesfield. Mm-hmm. Good result for Macclesfield. Yep. Dover 2, Eastley 0. Big result for Dover there. Flying. Top of the league. Absolutely flying, top, flying. The top of the league. And at Solihull Moors. What the hell is going on at Solihull Moors? What the hell is going on? Let's at go on. Let's use this uh, actually as a jump into the feature. What the hell is going on at Solihull Moors? They've appointed a new manager. Appointed to not place a new manager, two, two new managers. managers, John. Mark Yates, the former Cheltenham Town manager, is in. Uh, man of the Midlands, former Birmingham City player, and Tim Flowers, the former Blackburn goalkeeper. Goalkeeper. It's quite. A good, I think it's a good appointment. I, we'd have, Mark Yates was linked with our job, and we'd have yeah, taken him. We'd have He's taken done well him. With Cheltenham. He's, he knows this level of football, but that's he does. all. Those things are for other people to talk about on other podcasts John we're not just going to sit here and go yeah Mark Yates yeah, yeah. good safe pair of hands we're Bit not boring, into that really, we're going to uh, we're going to do some puns on the wine lodge we're going to do <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. what they'll be in yeah. future weeks yeah Yates wine lodge is which will be after every match you'll come out oh, well we weren't very good and I don't know why it's pouring down with rain and we're playing yes. flowers in the rain well, by the flowers moon in the rain flowers, I mean this yeah. is the sort of thing you can expect yes. in future weeks in what the hell is going on at Solly Moors? whilst we're sort of uh, flicking around uh, hither and thither yeah uh, Paul Bathock worth a quick mention oh yeah from last week the, the, the keeper record breaking keeper who equaled Peter Shilton's record and then broke it he's broken he's it made his 1250th career appearance and do you know his son's actually becoming a goalkeeper too is he he's a bastard child <laughs> a bastard child I don't I don't get that Bas- bastard child yeah yeah I got that yeah, it was just a joke. Oh, right. Oh, oh, it was a joke. I didn't... I mean, I think we'd all put that... Bastock child. I get... <laughs> What's not to like? I didn't really get what the joke was getting at. It's just a, a play on words, isn't I know, it? I know. I understand that. I understand that. 
I don't like these comedy masterclasses. <laughs> Not a masterclass. Because uh, do you know what? With that one, I can't even work out how to <laughs> what fix it. What the point was. <laughs> <laughs> I no, can't. Fair, fair enough. We'll it's move on. An absolute bastard. That's what you could have... You know I mean? I don't know, it's but... It's obvious, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Has he got a son, Paul Bastock? No idea. All right, so you just made... It's like me with the exorcism. You just made that up. Yeah, yeah, I completely made it. But isn't all the all the best comedy, you know, is, is, there's none <laughs> no, of a no, grounding in reality. No, the best comedy has a grounding in truth, John. Okay. Just ask Louis C.K. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's it's, good. It's good, it's topical. Topical, that was yeah. exactly... Uh, the girls, of course, lost at home. Tranmere 2, Dagenham and Redbridge, nil. Huge result for them. I think this could be the start of Tranmere kicking on. Could be. Melon's in. Melon's so. in. Ebbsfleet 2, Leighton Orient 1. They are. Shall we move on apart. to talk about Leighton Orient? Let's focus on Leighton Orient. The National Obsession. Leighton Orient. Leighton Orient. Only a little mini focus on, just yeah. because Leighton Orient have sacked. Steve Davis, yeah, their manager. Steve Davis, their manager, who um, uh, was former, formerly the Crew Alexandra manager for he was. five years. John, he was. He was there a long time, and he did. A, he did a good job there. So um, he struggled at the top level, the National League, though. He did. He made the step up, if anything. You know, to, people uh, they 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 think they can manage it at the top level, and then they get to the National League, and they find they're out of their depth. Not as easy as it looks, <laughs> I think. Is what we can take from this. Exactly. But yeah, they only bought him over the summer. A bit of a rebuilding job because Leighton Orient, they had a bit of a mad Italian in charge in, in owning the club for a couple of years. Yeah. Bichetti. Oh they yes. Got him out in the summer. A big a sort of schoolboy Orient fan, Nigel Travis, who's the CEO of Dunking Donuts. Oh, he's not still a schoolboy. <laughs> no. Oh, that no. would have been. I mean, that would have been better, wouldn't it? He, yes. Um, he is the, the CEO of Dunking Donuts. Took over in the summer. They bought in Martin Ling. As director of football, Dingling, and they brought in Steve Davis. Steve Davis, not the snooker legend, not the snooker legend, yeah, of course. Although coincidentally, I understand that's now the 147th time someone's made that oh, really? uh, comparison. Ultimately, a 2-1 defeat to Ebbsfleet cost Steve Davis. And how Orient fans will be wishing that uh, Ebbsfleet had been managed by Dennis Taylor oh, uh, in a rerun was... of the 1985 World yeah. Snooker Championship final, and, and of course Steve Davis could have triumphed. The but black, it was not the black ball final. So, John, I've got a quiz for you. Have you got a jingle for me or any... Un- well, I didn't know you were going to do this. Oh. Um, I mean, I can... Do you want me to just play the first thing there is? Yeah, first thing there is. That will be the, <laughs> that will be the quiz underscore. Whatever the first thing you can find is. Uh, okay, I'm just trying to find something that's... Uh... Anything. Don't play, say, find anything. Just, just anything. First okay. thing. First thing. That is the, num- that is the music. It's perfect. <laughs> Couldn't it be better. Could it? I don't know. Couldn't be better. Right. So this quiz, there is a Steve Davis we've just... Uh, get rid of that. It's oh. Ridiculous. Okay. Steve Davis, we've just heard about yep. the ex-Layton Orient manager. Obviously, Steve Davis, the snooker player. Yeah. There's also a Stephen Davis. Yes. In the Premiership. Northern Irish. Northern Irish player, plays yeah. Southampton. Yeah. I'm going to give you some facts. I want you to say Steve Orient, Steve Snooker, or okay. Stephen Davis. Okay. <laughs> Steve Orient, Steve Snooker, or Stephen Davis. Yeah, okay, Stephen five. Davis. Stephen right, so Davis. I've got five facts okay. for you, John. I'll put some more music on. That's nice. We're on. That'll do. Rockford Files, apparently. Rockford Files. <laughs> Gives me, reminds me to go to the chemist on the way home. Right. <laughs> Ooh, me Rockfords. Are we ready? Yes. He has a son called Joe. Stephen... I can't remember which one is which. Football. What was it? What was the 
what have I got to say? Steve. It's the manager. Steve Orient. Steve Orient. Stephen Davis. Yes. Or Steve Snooker. Steve Orient. Steve Orient. Yes. Correct, Joe Davis. Although Joe Davis was a big snooker player, so that was the that was what I was trying oh, to give okay. you a little You're red right. herring Fine. for a minute there. Yeah. One out of five, John. Okay. He has made zero appearances for Stoke City. Steve Snooker. It's a trick question. It's all three. Oh. Despite Steve Davis, <laughs> Steve Orient having signed for them, oh. he made zero appearances for them. Trick question. Tell me up like a kipper. All three there. He is five foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> I will go for Stephen Davis. Stephen. They're correct. What two? Oh, oh there's the thing. Well yeah. done. I got that question. Very good. <laughs> he is known as the Nugget. Steve Snooker. Correct. Last question. <laughs> he is still attached to the board of Leighton Orient Football Club? It's hmm. a good question, isn't it? It has to be Steve Orient. Incorrect. Oh. Steve Davis Snooker legend. So Steve Snooker? Steve Snooker is on the board no. of Leighton Orient is Football he? Club. Are you sure? Do you oh, think is this it? is the reason? It's a Barry Hearn thing, isn't it? Yes. Ah. But do you think this is the reason, John? <laughs> what? Sorry, we've got too many Steve Davises. It's getting too confusing. One of you is going to have to go. Do you, think it's, why, do you think it's why he got the job in the first place? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't care which one of you goes, but one of you. You decide between you. I know. I know. That was the quiz. I thought it was pretty good. I like it. Three out of five. Okay. That was Focus On, Leighton Orient. The National Obsession. Let's focus on... Geisley. Geisley. Oh, beautiful, John. This is going to combine my two favourite things. Lower league football oh. and slagging off northerners. Ah, oh. what lower league football? Well, Ge- Geisley. John, the National League, they're in the Premier, yeah, they're in the premier the Division. League, to get to the National League, they had to go through some... Yeah, they would have had to play nonsense. some low teams like York. Yeah. Little York. Little York. Probably FC Salford. Well, look, Geisley uh, is a suburb of Leeds. Oh. Uh, I don't know, have you ever been to Never Geisley? Never been to Geisley away. Have you been to Leeds? I've been to Leeds, yeah. yeah. I got um, booed off in Leeds. Did you? Properly booed off. One Christmas. Went on from the opening joke. They did not like oh, me. John, they, they were not interested. And all I could see was... Uh, you normally know it's going very badly if the other comics come and watch you. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> they come out of okay. the dressing room to watch you. Opening joke, very, very bad. Badly. And then I really tried, and then mouth, dry mouth, started sweating, <laughs> forgetting your jokes, going too fast, you know. Imagine that stuff you do about Newton Abbott cattle market. Doesn't, no, no, does it went transfer? very well. Absolutely fine. Yeah, I didn't think I did that that night. Um, and then uh, one table just shout, it was started shouting at me. Table full of horrible blokes. Yeah. Properly shouting at me. And I saw, I thought, oh, well, this will this will take up five minutes because I can cope with that. <laughs> Probably went a bit far with what I said to them. And then um, it ruined their Christmas. And <laughs> they started chucking <laughs> forks at me. Oh, God. All sorts. And then I realised at the club I was at, there was no exit other than through the audience. So I... 
went round the other way and the compare luckily was a very smashing comedian called dave longley who's like built mm. properly hench he came and helped me off stage <laughs> <laughs> and stood on stage next to these blokes until i'd made an exit from the building blimey Straightening can't get proper, the hell out of Proper dodge. horrible, yeah. So, yes, I have been to Leeds. So that's you and Brian Clough, you've both failed in Leeds. <laughs> exactly. You're not alone. I feel like that. But although I reckon yeah. uh, Brian Clough lasted longer than I did. The damned comedian. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good, that's a good yeah. title for that story. You can have that one. Go on, John. Um, so, suburb of Leeds, the town proudly boasts on Wikipedia that it has a Morrison supermarket. Oh, get it's them, got one, is it? big heads. Mm, right, oh, guys, Lee. all be also cosmopolitan. Ooh, a bit lardy da I know. It's um, obviously it's a uh, very picturesque setting, set at the foot of uh, <laughs> set at the foot of Ilkley Moor, oh. which is um, as we know is popular with the uh, French goalkeeper who played for Manchester United in the two thousands. People used to say, "Oh, look, it's Ilkley Moor Barthez." Thank you. I could see it coming, John, and I was really looking forward <laughs> yeah. to it. It was lovely. You yeah. really did a lovely job on it. Although I think you could tell I was looking forward to it and there was a little smile came in There's the oil. You've got to Bartes! And I think I just sped up slightly. <laughs> yeah, I, but yeah, it was I... very good. Oh, no, Clemore Bartes. Oh, no, Clemore Bartes. Go on. The jokes keep coming. Interesting fact about Geisley. I don't know if you know uh-huh. this. Um, it actually hosts a new form of electrical motorsport, specifically raced in Yorkshire. Did you know this? Electrical motorsport? Yeah. Specifically raced in Yorkshire. Yeah. For- Formula E by gum. <laughs> I always have to. Why well, I have to remember John with these bits? Yep. I thought, oh, this is going to. I'm quite interested in this. What? Yep. What is the actual sport going to be? Because yep. I thought John works within sport. He's yep. in sport. He's like, yes. I'm going to learn something here about an electrical sport. Yep. And then it's a joke. Yeah. I, yeah. So I was interested, and then it was like, oh, it's a it's a Formula E by gum joke. Yeah. I just specifically bit racist, say it isn't it? Start, is it? Bit racist, isn't it? Saying E by gum. Do they say E by gum still? I don't know. In I, try not, I try not to go that far north if I can. Uh, oh, can this is it. a shame. You, why don't you like the the northern people? Went to Leeds once and it was wet. Ah. Uh, Not when I was there. Bloody dry when I was there, I tell you. (laughs) The town of Geisley, possibly best known for Harry Ramsden. Ah, the chip shop man. Fish and chop. Fish and chop. Fish and chops. It was an an interesting thing he was trying to do. Yeah. Instead of a fish and a pork chop. And in the end, he thought, I'm going to go with the chips. No, we don't do (laughs) chips. We don't do chips, just chops. But he started his fish and chop shop <laughs> in uh, 1928 in Geisley. The ground in Geisley is Nethermore Park. Oh. And that, they share the clubhouse with Geisley Cricket Club. I think this is, it. Uh, uh, this is worth a trip, isn't it? I think it, it sounds lovely. This is worth a trip. Uh, they have no notable fans whatsoever. None. Nobody. Uh, notable people from Geisley who might possibly be fans. Yeah. Harry Corbett of uh, Sooty fame. Yeah. The man he's dead though, City. isn't he? He's dead, yeah, John. Yeah, he is, he is dead. So I don't think he's um, going to be a major fan, is he? No. Is he? Is he sweep? <laughs> <laughs> and what does Sooty do? Just nothing, does What's he? What's that, Sooty? You think Paul Cox is an ugly long ball merchant? <laughs> What's that, Sooty? This is a good, this is a good uh, thing, John. Geisley, 19 played... 17 points. We could catch them, John. We could. They're going down, the Lions. I tried to find out why they were called the Lions. The no Geisley idea. Lions. Yeah, their nickname is the Lions, but the internet mm. had no answers for no me, answer. sadly. It should be um, the Geisley Sooties or something, you know, the Geisley... The puppets. Of the, puppets. the Puppet Men. Yeah. yeah. The Puppet something Men. Like that. That'd be good. That would be, be a really good. Yeah. 
didn't they think of that? That would be a Lions. really good um, name got, for a football club. They've got an interesting squad uh, of players. Uh, players like Raul Correa, Charles Umbongo. Don't know what sort of fruity. Uh, don't know what sort of fruity squash drink he likes. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Umbongo. Yeah, I got that. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Um- Bongo. I was still thinking of trying to think of a um, career move. <laughs> Go yeah. on. Uh, Jean-Yves Cuniati. Mm. Alex Perver. Oh. Very uh, grubby man. Uh, Always in the bushes with a long uh, lens camera. He, 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 uh, he, he <laughs> doesn't actually play. He just sits, and, sits in the dressing room. <laughs> Rubbing his legs like Vic Reeves. <laughs> Alex Perver, yeah. Uh, John Rooney, the younger brother of Wayne, is at Geisley. And uh, Coyote Odijay, a very cunning old striker. If they don't call him Wiley Coyote. Ah, uh, they should do. And they really should. But that's it. That is Focus that's on Geisley. Focus on Geisley. The National Obsession. Let's go to Talkie Corner. I think he's back for good now. Is he? I swear. My sister likes the... Uh, Critical acclaim it's receiving. <laughs> it's receiving. She likes the chanting. F*** off, Lino. Oh. Lino, you f***. Sort it out for a f- sake. F***ing <laughs> rubbish. Run faster, you f***ing <laughs> Referee, you f***. It's just you so f- obvious f- what that man's saying. I don't know why the beeps are there. Yeah, well, yeah, because we want to keep our family racing. We are family racing. We don't want to turn the air yeah. blue. We are not explicit, are we, John? Well, it was not a good weekend mm, for Talking United. We were beaten 1-0 at home to Mason. And before we mm. go any further, do you remember a couple of weeks ago, uh, in fact, I think it could have been one of our first or second episodes, um, I woke up after a night out with the ability to do a Michael Caine impression. I remember that. Is and it you, the second or third episode, John? Yeah, it that's was somewhere a long around time ago. No, not a couple the, of weeks, John. That's one six for the, weeks ago. Uh, National Obsession completed to yeah. tell us. Super fans. Uh, Peter Stringer, in fact, I think, can, might be able to come <laughs> up the with one. the. Uh, Peter, could can you, you let tell us know? Us? Yeah, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I, I had the ability after a night out to do Michael Caine. Now, yeah. I went, I was on, in fact, I was on two nights out in a row last week. Yeah. Um, because I'm mad like that. Because yeah. um, you're, you're a young man. You're a young man yeah, in London, John. Exactly. You're out and about. You're just whoa, in a big smoke. rolling around, drinking gin, wearing jeans, just yeah. all, all the stuff, all the young people stuff. And so I woke up that on Saturday. earring you've just got looks good. <laughs> so I woke up on Saturday and I thought, my voice is gone, oh. so I better record my cricket. And you criticised me last time because I hadn't put any National League stuff in the impression. Thank you. So it wasn't a criticism. It's never a criticism, well, no, you just John. Said, look, it's something As I we could, discussed, it's I tough love. Done. Yes. Trying to make you a better um, performer. So I thought Michael Caine could bring us up to speed on how Talk United got <sighs> yes, on please. this I love weekend. This. I love this. My name is Michael Caine, and I wish that Talkie could have beaten Maidstone, but they did not. And that was very, very disappointing. It did. <laughs> there you go. He does the scores. Oh. It just does the scores. Yeah. I thought you were going to like go, and I also think that Paul Cox is <laughs> well, a massive c- <laughs> The problem was I couldn't really, I, I, I was mustering everything I had just to yeah. come up with oh, was, Maze. Oh, really? I, couldn't, was I wasn't like really compromised. hungover sort of element to it. Well, yeah, it has, that's that sad yeah. fact. Is it? It's it has a shame, to isn't it? You're going to be one of those performers who can only perform if they've been drunk. 
Yeah. It's a slippery slope, John. It is. It's a slippery slope because you'll be like, oh, yeah, the heroin, man. That's what all the jazz guys used to <laughs> yeah. do in the 50s. All, everyone was yeah. on heroin. I can do a great Hugh Edwards Her- when I'm, you know, the heroin, on man. Heroin, man. I can play my best solos when I'm on heroin. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I can, all right, John Coltrane. All right, mate. Yeah. Do I, yeah, just give me the just give me the heroin, right? And then great solo. I'm yeah, be like that your, again uh, tomorrow night. I'm gonna be like your great uncle Chet Baker. Yeah, yeah I love good old Chet. Yeah, he'll be exactly jumped off a. He fell off a balcony uh, in Amsterdam. Jumped off a yeah. balcony in Amsterdam or yeah. fell. Yeah. Um. So don't go <laughs> down that road. No, I won't. I won't. I'll make sure I don't. But it's it's a great impression, John. Thanks. And I look forward to the next Michael Caine update about Talker United. Yeah. Because I'm not looking forward in any way <laughs> to anything else <laughs> about Talker United. It's good because Christmas party season's coming up, so there'll be plenty of uh, plenty of uh, opportunities. For at least we haven't got players at the moment who go and beat people up on the seafront. Yeah, there've been quite a few, haven't there, in the, in the past? Who've sort of had misdemeanors. Yeah. On the seafront, I mean. You remember him? Oh, wait, I don't think you should name names, should we? Well, he no, he didn't beat anyone up, but yeah. he tried to. He, he did something with a palm tree. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> I th- I with a torbay palm? I think he tried to uproot it. Well, I'm listen, not sure. we, we've all had one off the palm, John. <laughs> it's, it's natural. It's uh, <laughs> it's natural. We all do it. Just get it out in the yeah. open. Yeah. The odd relaxant off the palm, and. <laughs> <laughs> um, he scored loads for us, then left one of yeah. those like Scott Partridge. Yes, and I, I meant Scott Partridge is going to come up. No, it's because it's very Christmas. shortly. It's because it's <laughs> Christmas. Scott Partridge <laughs> in a pear tree. Can we do the twelve days of talkie? Oh yeah, we we'll try add, to. Really. Oh, I think we are going to try to near Christmas. Almost duty bound to. I think so. Maybe not next week because yeah. we're at Sutton United next week. Yes. Now we will be at Sutton United next week. Yeah, and get up Gander's Green Lane. If anyone. Uh, sees me or you you're working aren't you you're, you're helping commentate yeah but I will be around but we'll be around if anyone sees us and they want to let us know that they listen to the National Obsession podcast yeah we need to give them a little uh, little uh, password John oh okay um, what has been significant over the first <laughs> 10 weeks of this podcast <laughs> what would prove no that's true <laughs> what would prove to people maybe Damson D- Damson Park say the word Which no, I, maybe, I'd maybe rather be say, at Damson Park come up to us and say naughty naughty yeah we're about to say naughty naughty very naughty come up and say that and then yeah, we'll know so, it's like a free and if you do that shake. I will buy you a cup of tea oh okay so there's a little reward <laughs> Is this where 300 fans? I don't think we. Are, I don't think all 300 fans will listen to the National Obsession podcast. No, maybe not. If you come up to me and say naughty, naughty, very naughty at Sutton United away, yes. I'll buy you a cup of tea. That's a good offer. Nice little offer, isn't it? But John, we like, haven't. I don't, I don't want to talk about Talkie United. No, okay. I mean, it's just annoying me. Obviously, the other big news from from Talkie this week was for about six hours. It looked like we were going to sign Ricky Lambert. <laughs> yes. This, was this a completely made up story, John? Well, I think the local. So I texted paper. you about it, and yeah. you and you said, oh. The local paper, I think, had basically got it off, off Facebook or something. Yeah. And ran with it and said, Talk, you're going to sign Ricky Lambert, apparently. And then they called Gary Az and he said, How are we, lad? That's, that's fucking bucks. Uh, I think we should start some rumours. Yeah. And hashtag in, at in the Herald Express. Yeah. And we should start some rumours, see if yeah. we can get them on the, the ultimate accolade, getting them on the Herald Express. <laughs> that was, was it? I think it was. That was Talkie Corner. The National Obsession. Welcome back to the National Obsession, the National League podcast. Have now, they been Charlie. away? Where have they been? Well, Just for that little jingle. Yeah, they popped away, made okay. a cup of tea, okay. but, yeah, and, and quickly popped back again. As you know, the other week we 
finally received our first email. Oh, it's lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, the uh, National Stringer. Obsession at gmail.com account lit up as we received an email from Peter Stringer. <laughs> and <up>. I am. Um, <laughs> 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 as the wires started going. There's one coming in, John. over here. Tear it off. And I'm glad to report that we have had that sensation again. We've had a second email. It's time for a second edition of Letters from a Listener. God, we're so good. Good that we should give up the National Obsession podcast and just get into the close harmony stuff. We should really. Uh, This email comes from Sean Dudley. Oh, very, very. I thought you were going to say from the same bloke, (laughs) (laughs) and it says thanks for reading out my email. Sean Dudley, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks Sean for in Dudley or Pete. Sean is from Leicester. Oh, so he's not in not short Sean Dudley no, from not Leicester. Sean yeah. in Dudley. Uh, Sean says, "Lads, I've come across your podcast and have very much enjoyed it thus far." Oh, so far. My particular favourite moment was the story of Martin Cool's rant to Ebbsfleet. His shorts and long socks combo have been a revelation <laughs> since his appointment. Uh, as a possible topic of discussion, I propose the following: My old man claims that Ian Twitchin yep. was super sub. He tells me he was a striker who used to come off the bench in the days of only one substitute being allowed mm-hmm. and scored countless last-minute goals. Not to question the general wisdom of my dear old goals-loving father, but Wikipedia doesn't back up this claim. It says Ian Twitchin was a fullback who played 400 times and scored 15 goals. Does Charlie or anybody have any recollection of the accuracy of this? And if my father's story is apocryphal, who might Talk United's best-ever last-minute man be? Not to tell you how to do your job at all, Heaven forbid, but a possible jingle choice for this Ian Twitch investigation would be something based on Queen Bitch by Bowie. Queen Twitch. Okay, yeah. Clarifies. Sure, Thanks, sure. Sean from Leicester. Exiled goals fan since 2000. Once met John Cadigan in the toilets at Boreham Wood. Oh, yeah. A, what but, were you doing there, John? But not in a dodgy way. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a good lad, Sean. Hey, listen. We should do it again sometime. I've got a few things like, to say like about that. this. Well, he titles sure. he titles the email the Ian Twitch and Investigation. So I thought we should have the a bit ITI. of investigatory music. Like the Mulder and Scully of the uh, National League. Or who, do they, who do they play for? Two of the kids from, uh, from Stranger Things. Oh, yes, I love Stranger Things. I'd be things. the one with a funny voice. <laughs> I like Stranger Things. Yeah, so I've got into it now. It's great number 11. <laughs> <laughs> tricky winger. Yeah. Tricky winger number 11. Okay, so what's your thoughts on Ian Twitching? Because well, I've, I've crunched the numbers, but I'm interested to hear your thoughts. I've got a couple of things to say about this. John, yeah, and I think you're going to regret putting this music underneath because of the editing that's <laughs> required. <laughs> right. Well, it's about to run out anyway, okay. so don't worry about it. I think uh, Sean has mistaken us for a podcast that actually knows facts. Or has he? A. <laughs> Sean could have done his own googling. He could have done, done really. a bit. He could have done a bit more thing. Thank you for the email. First off, yes, I've put in the hours on this because okay, you've put we, in some Gary hours. I've put in some Gary hours. We really go the extra mile. Put in for the Garys our, for our listeners. Yeah, um, we can only sort of find out from 1996 onwards who scored the most last-minute goals. What we can say for certain is that Ian Twitchman was a fullback. Oh, so we can say for certain that Sean's dad is 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 lost the plot quite he's frankly. Like, he's gone mad. Um, from 1996 onwards. From, and I've looked from 80... I've, I've said 80 minutes onwards yeah. is a late goal. Okay. 1996 onwards. Honourable mentions. Wayne Carlisle, four crucial ones in one season. Great player. Gary Nelson and Scott Partridge, 
five. Rene Howe, Tony Bello, Rodney Jack, six. Oh, that would be a good th- front line now, wouldn't it? Elliot Bennion and Kevin Hill, seven. Effian Williams, eight. Oof. Tim Sills, nine. Sills. So Tim Sills comes set up, but more of Effian's came in sort of crucial games. Okay. Proper last-minute winners. Tim yeah. Sills just scored late goals, but often when we were ahead. Effian actually won games, and there was a couple just the wrong side of 80 minutes as well, so it was more like 10. So oh. with your... Uh, I can't think of the word. I've literally I've lost the plot. <laughs> With your here it comes, John. Yeah. What are you trying to say? Approval. Approval. Correct. With your so, approval, I, I would like to list. Oh, for f- sake. With your approval, I would like to name Effie Williams our best match winner of the modern era, and hereby answer Sean's question. And if anyone knows better on who I love, the best answer is Tim Sills because you've done you've 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 tripped up by your own research, John. No. Yes. Effian, I, I ruled out... Think Effian at me, mate. I ruled... <laughs> Effian and, and Jeffian. I would love it if we'd had, oh, if we'd had a Jeffian <laughs> up front as well. <laughs> there was a couple Coming of, in here, Effian and Jeffian. <laughs> there was a couple of Effians that were just the wrong side of 80 minutes, so I ruled them out. But all told, it's, it's more like 10. And he won more games than Tim Sills did. And he was my favourite player as a kid, so right, shut up. This is up. the thing, he's your favourite player, that's what we're... If we're going on that, then um, Paul Dobson is the answer. So look, Sean, thanks for your email. <laughs> Hopefully meet you in a toilet again yeah. sometime soon. Maybe meet us in the maybe meet us in the toilets at Sutton and say naughty, naughty. Sean, get yourself <laughs> And I'll to buy Sutton. you a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to email us, nationalreception at gmail.com. But for now, that was another edition of Letters from a Listener. The National Obsession. There we are, and that was the National Obsession podcast this week. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Pretty talky based this week, John. We'll try and yeah, do a bit more a about bit. general stuff next week. Yeah. And uh well we know not next week because we will be at a talky game. But live from we will be Gander live from Gander Green Lane, the Amber and Chocolates. Perhaps I'll take some amber and chocolate chocolates to them and, yes. and go in uh, go into the club shop and see if they're interested. We should do really. We're gonna have a live exorcism, gonna watch a game, maybe talk to a few fans while we're there. Yep. At the National Obsession podcast, on the road, yeah, OTR, OTR, OTR. We look forward to it at Natobs Pod, National Obsession at Gmail dot com. See you next week. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market